Hello and welcome to the Round of Performance podcast. We are dedicated to helping our listeners improve their strength, their performance and their mindset when it comes to all things fitness related. I'll be giving you access to some of the industry's top performing athletes, coaches and fitness minds where we will be leaning into what it takes to be a high performer in and out of the gym. I am your host, Damien Schechter, personal trainer and online coach and founder of Rounder Coaching Systems Training Platform, your go-to when it comes to total body transformation. Without further ado, let's settle in and listen. Let's talk about how to stay in shape whilst traveling. So when traveling, you do want to have non-negotiable activities that you can commit to and complete no matter what without taking away from the very reason why you are traveling, whether this is work or whether this is leisure. Number one would be planning. So just like you plan the sites that you want to see, the accommodation that you are going to be staying in, uh, the restaurants that you want to visit, I think it is highly important that you also spend a little bit of time planning in your training. Now, there are gyms on every second corner of the planet, whether you are in a first world country or a third world country, the gymming culture is only growing and the opportunity to travel uh, and train is a lot higher than what it previously would have been. Training three times per week is only 1.8% of your entire week. I'm very sure that we can fit that in whilst you are traveling. So here are some other non-negotiables that you can have if you are traveling. Number one would be your steps, right? So wherever I am in the world, I've got the use of my legs and it's definitely going to be something that I want to utilize if I want to make sure that I maintain. Now, what I mean by maintain is when you are traveling, you're probably going to be going out a little bit more, eating out, and there might be some untracked calories. So we do want to offset that by increasing the amount of general activity. So one way that I do this is if I'm going to go and explore, uh, normally what I would do is make sure that I'm choosing a place that is within walking distance. Generally, if it's about two to three kilometers walking distance, I would choose to walk rather than taking a taxi or you know public transport. Of course, if let's say the distance that you're traveling is a lot further away um, and you are, let's say, driving, what I would do is maybe park a little bit further away and just get in that extra five to 10 minutes of steps where you can. Number two is water. Water is always a non-negotiable whether you are traveling or not. Uh, It's important to stay hydrated, uh, but even more so when you are traveling. If you're moving around a lot, visiting a warmer country per se, or you're spending a lot of time in the air, uh, you're going to need to be more hydrated than usual. So making sure that when eating out or you're going for a coffee, order a glass of water the second that you sit down or a jug if you're going to be sitting down for slightly longer. If you are going to be consuming any alcohol per alcoholic beverage, definitely try and have one glass of water as well. Additionally, carrying around a one liter bottle of water uh, is also a really great way for you to remind yourself to consume a little bit more H2O. If you are running out of water, it takes less than a minute to walk into a shop and buy another one. Don't be lazy. Number three, food. Now, unless you are being banged up abroad, it is most likely that you are in control of what you consume. So, We're going to want to set some boundaries here and just make sure that we have a little bit of non-negotiables when it comes to choosing our food, if we're choosing our food from a supermarket or if we are going to be eating out. So if you are planning to eat out, limiting the amount of deep fried, sauteed, uh, greasy or saucy food is always going to work in your favor when it comes to limiting the amount of potential additional calories. 
There's nothing embarrassing about having to ask the waiter for them to put a sauce on the side or to grill your food instead of deep frying it, right? They're getting paid to do their job and make the customer happy. So I would definitely suggest having things your way. And even if you have to tell them that you are allergic um, to oil or you have IBS for that matter, uh, it would be a really, really good idea to just make sure that you are the captain of your own ship and you stay in control of your food when eating out. And when it comes to a side option, Generally, there is going to be a grilled veg or a side salad option. So definitely make sure that you are choosing that instead of your deep fried uh, chips or, you know, uh, wedges or, you know, anything that essentially is going to bring in more calories into your daily intake. As always, it comes down to conscious decision making. So just make sure that you are always in control. And of course, alcohol intake, right? You're on holiday, you want to have a good time, you want to celebrate or even just unwind. And whilst I personally don't think alcohol is conducive to a healthy lifestyle, it is a part of many of yours. So there are a few ways that we can factor in alcohol into your holiday experience and adventure. So number one is choosing lower calorie options, right? So if you are going to be having a mixer, uh, let's say a vodka and Coke, let's go for a vodka Coke Zero or Sprite Zero, right? You can always even look at lime or cola tonics um, if you are going to try and keep it as lean as possible. Number two, drinking one glass of water per alcoholic beverage that you consume. This is not just going to guarantee that you are staying hydrated, right? Because alcohol dehydrates us, so we want to make sure we're getting in enough H2O to hydrate us. But at the same time, it's also most likely going to fill you up a little bit more, which is going to potentially decrease the amount of volume of alcohol that we consume in that sitting. Number three is choosing spirits over beers. So normally what I would do is go for a tequila instead of a beer. You're looking at 60 calories versus, uh, you know, 250, in some cases, 300. So, you know, going for something that's neat and clean and, uh, you know, a little bit less calorific is always going to be the most preferable option when it comes to limiting your calories and staying in shape whilst you are traveling. And number four, making sure that your diet is on point. So if you are consuming alcohol, right, this is already a box that we are not ticking in terms of our health and fitness. We do want to make sure that all of our meals surrounding that alcohol intake are on point, getting nutrient-dense, fibrous, uh, electrolyte, mineral, and vitamin-based foods, right, getting in as much healthy intake as possible because we know that we're going to offset that with alcohol. Another thing, when tracking your food or making way for alcoholic calories, we don't want to be replacing nutrient-dense foods and nutrient-dense carbohydrates with non-nutrient-dense alcohol, right? So it wouldn't make sense to take 250 grams of mixed veg uh, out of the equation to replace it with an alcoholic beverage. So we just want to make sure that everything uh, in terms of your nutrition is on point surrounding that social event. It is important to remember that alcohol is not conducive to uh, fat loss and it is not conducive to muscle gain either. So if you are serious about your goals, limiting or cutting out alcohol is essentially going to be the best option for you.